Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, the Post Malone version, which is about the Cowboys, so I'll, I'll give him his piece. You can turn it up so he can cry. this song okay mm-hmm. now, i like some of post malone's music i, I, I was offended I, again there's certain songs that you just leave alone this is one of them to you ah, yeah ah, tootie and the blowfish right there man <laughs> anyway <laughs> it fits though um for fans of both the dolphins and uh uh the cowboys as a giant fan i have a built-in dislike for the cowboys right mm-hmm but there's <laughs> the the shots of Jerry Jones booth during the year only adds to my now now as I've said I have incredible respect for the business side of Jerry Jones and what he's done for the NFL not just the Cowboys but watching the Cowboys lose I can never get enough shots of that booth when things are going bad you know because there's always at least one son where, like, Daddy, what's going on? We're losing. And, you know, shut up, Junior. Um, <laughs> and, and and there's no owner that does a, a, a press conference every game. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw the, the, the video. I mean, the camera got really close. And, man, Jerry did not look good. I don't mean, like, angry that they lost. Like, just age-wise, just didn't look good. But The amount of Giants fans that just hate Jerry Jones this is entertaining to me. Well, but but part of my uh, cowboy hatred, and I'm going to get to the Dolphins. Yeah, the East, I get it. No, no, no. It, 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 it's 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 like the 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 teams that I like. Mm-hmm. I recognize that the Yankees are the most obnoxious fan base in sports, mm-hmm. and I recognize that there are bandwagon Yankee fans. Okay. Okay. But I don't think. I don't think anybody has as many bandwagon people like the Cowboys do. That, that, that they're just people that have become Cowboy fans that have no connection to Dallas or Texas or anything that just became Cowboy fans because they're on TV so much and so forth. I think they have more bandwagon fans than anybody. Would you agree or disagree? I think there was a point in time where that was true, but I'm not sure that that's the case today. Mm. So, anyway, um, coming up on the 10 o'clock hour, WYT, Orlando, WJR, HD2, Coco Beach, Orlando Sports Leader, Mark Daniels, the Beat of Sports. So the Dolphins play the Chiefs. Um, it looked cold <laughs> watching at home. It just looked cold. That's because? It was cold, yeah. Um, and 
by the way, the NBC booth had heaters, which I'm perfectly fine with. It was an open booth, but Tariko and Jason Garrett and the crew in there did have heaters. It still is cold because the wind still is going to blow no matter how many heaters you sit up in there. It still is going to be cold. So I do think this, okay, the weather is a factor in the game. It is a factor in the game. Is Kansas City more prepared than Miami for it? I guess you can say that. It's hard to pinpoint, but in watching the game, I don't think Miami lost because they were cold. I do think Miami lost in the cold in which it was uncomfortable. So if we want to say that Kansas City made more plays in that condition, I'll agree. They did. But both teams had to deal with the elements. And... I just don't think it's that massive of an advantage for Kansas City. I think we just recognize the conditions were extreme, and one team made more plays in those extreme conditions than the other. Only the players of the Dolphins could honestly tell you, hey, that's why we lost. And I'm not quite sure I've read, watched, heard a number of players say that. The game itself... On offense, Kansas City was much more in rhythm. Able to run. Able to make plays passing. And the Chiefs dropped some balls. Kelsey dropped a couple of balls. Um, But they made more plays. And scored enough. Miami had a chance to stick around several times in that game. And the Dolphin offense, it's a different story. But even at the half down 16-7, Miami's still in the game, but never could get any offense on a consistent basis going. Two is 20 of 39 for 199. One touchdown, one pick. He was sacked a couple of times. Um, Mozart ran for 33 yards. Teams abandon the run so often these days in the NFL. But Pateka runs for 89. The Chiefs run for 147. Tyree Kill is five catches, 62 yards. And the big catch for 53 yards outside of that. And it, and it matters in my point here. Yes, the long 53-yard catch matters. After that, four for nine yards. Jalen Waddle caught two passes. And the offense just doesn't get any rhythm going. Um, Miami had 13 first downs. They were 1 for 12 on third downs. 264 yards on 59 plays. Um, Red zone, you wouldn't know. Miami didn't get there. Not a single possession got inside the red zone. Um... One turnover by both teams, not like it was completely lopsided in turnovers. Eight penalties on Miami and five on Kansas City. Okay. The dissection of Tua. And it's not just in this game. It's going to be what happened in the last three games. It's going to be the numbers to compare against playoff teams. And I said this to Mike on the bridge. And my guess is that they're, uh, that the minority are fans of Tua. And the majority today are people that would tell you, um, he's not the guy. Now, 
there's the emotional reaction of the loss and you're angry as a fan, and therefore you're going to find the numbers to back up your argument. Like I said, if you're a two fan, you can say, look, led the league in passing. Come on. This offense went in rhythm with Mozart running the ball, A-chain there, you've got Waddle, you got Hill, you got Mike McDaniel, and hey, they lost in negative in 24 degrees. You'll find the numbers to back up your argument. And if you're on the other side, you'll find the numbers to back up your argument today. And you'll live with that during the offseason. Uh, Barry Jackson, Miami Herald, giving credit to, 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 to who did the research. Um, 20 scores on 71 possessions against playoff teams. 20 scores on 71 possessions. 8 touchdowns, 12 field goals, and 7 interceptions. Um, Tua's passing rating against teams with a winning record, 52.3 passing rating. Under pressure, 52.3 passing rating. When under pressure. The only two starting quarterbacks in the National Football League with a worse passer rating then that one under pressure is Bryce Young and Mac Jones. You can do this all day, man. You can go find the numbers. And by the way, it works both ways. When under pressure and the pocket collapses and keeping a play alive, he's got one of the worst passing ratings in the game. Hang on a second, though. You want to pick a stat that defends the other side? In the last three games, no offensive line was worse in protecting the pocket than the Miami Dolphins. So the argument can be, well, what do you want him to do? He's under pressure, but he doesn't extend plays. What does offensive line broke down? Well, he's got to be able to keep plays alive. He doesn't run effectively. You're going to do this all day. Like I said, If the Dolphins had lost 42-35 in that weather and had put up 460 yards and he threw for 320 and they lost because they're missing a half dozen starters on defense, it's a completely different narrative in the offseason. You wouldn't be happy with the loss, but you couldn't blame the offense. But you blame the offense that never once got in the red zone and... Put up seven points. And then you look at how the season ended in the last three games, and that becomes a narrative in the offseason. So here comes an offseason for Miami that is fascinating on so many levels. Like I said, Jerry Jones and Stephen Ross are identical in the sense of aging owners that are desperate to win a Super Bowl. It's more than a quarter century for Jerry Jones to win a Super Bowl for Stephen Ross. He hasn't owned the team as long as Jerry Jones, but the Dolphins haven't won a playoff game since 2000. He wants to win. Jerry Jones wants to win. What do you do with Tua? I don't know, but isn't it fascinating? Well, you can't extend him. Okay, I'll just ask you this question. If you're in the group that says you don't want to extend him, and by the way, he's under contract next season with that last year for 23.17 guaranteed. Okay, nothing beyond that. Okay, you don't want to extend him. 
what is it then next season that you need to see? Well, uh, I need to see him be, what, lead the league in passing? Did that. Your likely answer is, well, against the good teams. The Dolphins' schedule next year will feature seven playoff teams. I mean, you already know who you're playing next year. You just don't know when. Um, Okay, is that the measuring stick then? So you want to go through a season to see how he plays against the playoff teams. My point is, put yourself in two issues for just a second. You're going into next season with nothing guaranteed beyond next year? Well, why not gamble on yourself? Okay, but let's say I don't want to gamble on myself. Let's say I've gambled for four years. I don't want to go into 24 with nothing beyond 24. Fine. Hold out. Maybe he does. So what? So what? What do you do? What, 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 what then do you do? Look, I still think he's going to get his contract. Whether it's the right thing to do, I don't know. And by the way, if he gets a new contract, they'll lower the cap number in 2024, probably 10 to $12 million. The challenge, though, is the Dolphins' problems are not just if you think it's Tua. And how much of this is on Mike McDaniel? I think Mike McDaniel's fascinating because of partly because of hard knocks, because of just the personality he has, um, and the offense when it's clicking. But listen, here's an idea, and we're doing this because if you watch the last three games, moving your running back in motion to empty the backfield for a quarterback that went under pressure, the numbers are among the worst in the NFL. Maybe not the best idea. So Mike McDaniel has to evolve. How much of this is on him? Or do you just put it all on Tua? The numbers against playoff teams or teams with a winning record, that's on Mike McDaniel as well. Look, there are a number of teams in sports that will put up gaudy numbers against bad teams. And they don't do it against good teams. Miami may be one of those teams. But what do you do with the offensive line? What about on defense? By the way, the three guys that Miami brought in to play defensive line, and not their fault. In 36 pass rushes, they had zero pressures on Patrick Mahomes. Big difference. Again, look at, if if you look, PFF numbers uh, about the pocket for uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. It's phenomenal. He, He had time to throw all night. Well, that's not good. Well... Yeah, when you add three guys on Tuesday to play on Saturday, um, that's going to be a problem. So it is a fascinating offseason for Miami. And, and I said this last week, I said it two weeks ago, that, that if they exit as they have, with the offense having so many questions, um, then it's going to be really interesting to watch what happens uh, with Tua uh, in the offseason. They're more critics today than supporters. That's natural because the game just happened. But I would say this, if you're the anti-Tua person today, fine. Then you do what with that position? 
What 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 is it being realistic? What is it that you want to do? You don't want him? Okay, then then, then what do you do at quarterback? And if your answer is, well, no, 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 he can quarterback next year. He's got to get better, and then I'll decide to sign him. Why would he play to that deal? Because other guys have done it. Fine, but why would he play to that deal? He's going to hold out? Wouldn't be the first. What an off season! That's just going to be awesome for Miami. <laughs> all right, more of the NFL. Um I keep watching them shovel snow in Buffalo and all these videos put out here. I I, I don't even know what the stadium's going to look like today when they play this game at 4.30. But you get a doubleheader today with the Steelers and the Bills and then the scheduled Bucks and Eagles game tonight, which we have here for you on your home with the Bucks 96.9 the game. Up next, though, is Mike McCarthy, the coach of the Cowboys, tomorrow. And if he's not, could that guy be the coach? We'll get to that story next. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.